Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now. Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week on Pod on Pod, we are not discussing Gotham. Not yet. It's not quite time. It's not time yet. I said last week that we were going to talk about the, the Gotham podcasts that are out there, or at least several of them that we've been listening to. And we do continue to listen. We will discuss those shows very, very soon. But the, the show itself doesn't premiere until September 22nd. So right. we thought, let's wait a little while. We'll, we'll not light that fire too far in advance. So this week, we're going to be talking about one of your favorite podcasts, Harmontown. Yes. Here's the deal. Before we get into this, we do have a docket of, of shows. We keep a running list of shows so we know what our assignments are. And how it generally works is you'll pitch a show that you listen to that I haven't heard, or I'll pitch a show. We'll lobby each other for shows. They don't always make it on the docket. Like, I've brought this one up several times. Well, and in my defense, it was on the list. It was just way down the list, and I kept putting it further down the list. Here's my reasoning. I listened to the first two or three episodes when this first premiered. I listen to the show because I love, I mean, love community. And I thought I loved Dan Harmon, too. And so when I heard that he had started a podcast, I was already big into podcasting. You and I already had a podcast ourselves. I said, okay, this is it. Awesome. And I listened to the first couple of episodes. It was not for me. Not only was it not for me, it made me like him less. So I turned it off and I was reticent to go back to it, you know, now that I had that opinion of it. But you did keep bringing it up. You kept bringing it up. We were looking for one more to space Gotham out a little further. So I said, all right, here we go. So this week we're going to be discussing Harmontown. You say, what the heck is Harmontown? Well, it's a weekly live comedy podcast that began airing on June 6, 2012. It's currently co-hosted by co-writer Dan Harmon, uh, best known as the creator of NBC's Community, and actor Jeff B. Davis, known for his work on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not Jim Davis. No, not Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. That's a running gag in its own right. They've got a cast of characters as well. Lots of Dan Harmon's friends, his comedian friends, appear on the show on a regular basis, including his girlfriend, Erin McGathy. I didn't realize until, I think, after I'd heard a couple of episodes with her that, that she was a comedian in her own right. I mean, I've never heard her do anything but the podcast. Yeah, I don't guess me either. But apparently she does have, you know, like a little... Oh, her she's got her own podcast. It's called This Feels Terrible. It's yeah. a comedy relationship podcast. Have you heard that? No, but uh, something that I was thinking about, because as I was going through the Gotham podcast that we're doing, that's a very niche thing to podcast about, right? The TV show? Yeah, one specific TV show. But what I found was... Dude, a ton of just 
Batman podcast. Yeah. So what I thought we'd do is have the listeners pick a topic they want us to go and research. Okay. Whether it's a relationship podcast or a history podcast or Marvel podcast, DC pod, whatever it is that they're interested in looking to get a into. A yoga podcast. A, sure, a, a yoga podcast. Spanish podcast. That's right. And do something similar to what we're going to do with the Gotham podcast yes. next week. Okay. All right. I like that idea. All right. So there's your homework. You send us suggestions for uh, what we should do. You can drop that off on our Facebook page or on Twitter, or you can email us podonpod at iCloud.com. And all of that contact information can be found at podonpod.com. Every week here on Pod on Pod, we review a different podcast. We listen to three or four episodes each of that show, and then we discuss it based on four criteria. Audio quality, host likability, production values, and then the content itself. We also rate the show out of a possible two earbuds each. Let's get straight to it with this one. Harmontown, as you said, it's a show that you've been listening to for how long now, Josh? I don't know, six months. Six months. This is so you picked this up about the same time you put down Mabimba Bam. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, pretty much. Yes, yes. That that's exactly what happened. I think it shows why you've become a worse person over the last. Six months. <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Uh, no. So Harmontown started when Dan Harmon lost his job with Community. Correct. NBC fired him. They sent him packing. That's right. Because he's notoriously difficult to work with. He's sort of a jerk. But he knows this. Not only does he know it, he wears it almost like a badge of honor. It is part of his comedic character. It is part of his outward. It's part of his M.O. You know, that's one of the things you get when you work with Dan Harmon. He's a comedic genius, one of the best writers in television, a lot of people think. And yet he's also a jerk. That's a reason why he can be a jerk and still get a job is because he's a genius. You and me don't get to do that very often. I don't think he's as much of a jerk as you think he is. I, I think he's about as much of a jerk as he thinks he is. That's like he it, it, it's self-proclaimed. OK, but he's working on it. <laughs> he's working slowly. 113 episodes into this podcast and he has not made a whole lot of progress. Rome wasn't built in a day, my friend. So when I first listened to the show, though, it didn't have a whole lot of structure. There seemed to be very little format to it at all. It was a rambling collection of his rants and you know frankly this and i'm gonna bleep that but that's that's what it was he, he was just him complaining a lot you know that wasn't a show that i was into fast forward to just a couple of weeks ago when you're like all right let's listen to harmontown and review harmontown and i gave it another shot it's a very very different show now i think it's almost the exact same show as it started as really yeah well, maybe his guests have just gotten better. They definitely – do you know when they picked up the D&D thing? Every episode, it, it, it begins as just a conversation between Dan and his co-host Jeff Davis. Then just as things are starting to slow down, they bring on a guest. Hey, you want to start over? We can. I just feel like this podcast has taken on the persona of Harmontown. Our format's completely gone out the window. I have no idea what we're talking about now. Content, host. We're just talking like, in general about the show. We – you always you do this every episode. What do we do before we get into the the parts of the show? We tell them what the show is. We haven't even told them what the show is yet. I thought we already did that. I said it's a weekly comedy podcast. That's all I said. Okay. So what is the show like? Let's let's keep going. That's what I'm trying to do here. All right. So the the show begins as a conversation between Dan Harmon and his co-host Jeff Davis. Well, the show starts with Jeff Davis introducing Dan Harmon. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Okay. It, here's your mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon, and there's applause as he comes out because sure. it is a live podcast. 
But they talk for a while, and then once things slow down, they stir it back up again with a get. And now let's bring on, you know, Kamel Johnny or, uh, you know, Natasha Leggero or whoever our guest is. Aaron McGathy. Exactly, Aaron McGathy. They bring out a guest. And they have they have uh, uh, topics which they treat almost like they're sections of a local newspaper. I guess is like that was what I was getting like. And it's pet corner, and they talk about pets for a minute. But and they've got two pet stories. Around. No, they just do that at random. That's not. Oh, okay. That's not a standardized thing. No. All right then. See, it's a very loosey goosey. Uh, as as they funny, 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 and then about three quarters through the podcast, they bring up their dungeon master, Spencer. Spencer. Uh, Spencer Crittenden is his last name. Crittenden. Uh, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Uh, but that this part of the show, they play Dungeons and Dragons for, you know, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes at the end of the show. Right. That wasn't there in the very beginning. No. When did this start? Do you? Uh, about episode six or seven, they introduced the idea. Spencer's just a guy in the crowd. They ask if anybody's ever been a Dungeon Master. Dude raises his hand, turns out Spencer. They bring him up on stage, get him to roll characters. Two more podcasts go by until they finally actually start playing. So around eight, nine-ish. It becomes a re- every week we play every, every week. Dungeons & Dragons. And it's an ongoing campaign. They keep their characters as long as they live. Yeah, the crowd name the characters. And he generally gets audience members to fill in. Like yes, every time week, I need yeah. one person or two people this yes. week or whatever, depending upon who's on the panel and who wants to play. Occasionally he has, you know, real famous people on the show. Those famous people generally generally don't stick around to play D and D. For instance, he had Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey on on the show. And Tenacious D uh, was on the show as well as a, like a guest uh, artist. They didn't stick around and play Dungeons and Dragons either. But Bobcat and Robin Williams have been on the show. Robin Williams was actually oh, you on the show. Know that, did you? I didn't. He was really on the show. Yeah. When was he on the show? I got to go back and listen to the Robin Williams episode. I heard their episode about Robin Williams after he passed. Yeah. I so the idea of Harmontown is that it's a utopian society where you can do whatever you want. Nobody can tell you no. And it's really built for, you know, the geek culture. It's really built to satisfy Dan Harmon. That's like it. It it is what Dan Harmon wants to hear for an hour, I think. And I don't mind that. That's what podcasting tends to be. And then you align yourself with an audience that wants to hear what you want to hear. I think that tends to work. Here's my thing. My favorite part of it is the is the Dungeons and Dragon. Like once you get down to the actual adventuring. I think they're all very funny, and Dan gets out of his way. Sometimes that's my favorite part, but that's because Spencer is a gem. Spencer's really good. He's, his timing is good. His little reserved, nerdy character that he kind of goes into uh, is is very, very humorous. He's funny doing the voices for the different non-player characters in the, in the campaign as well. Let's go ahead and start breaking this show down uh, by the criteria like we do every week. We talk about audio quality, host likability, production values, and the content itself. We've talked about some of those things, but we're going to try to give you a better picture in each one of the categories. So let's start with audio quality. It's a live show. You and I have talked about before. Live podcasts, generally not a great idea. They've got the place mic'd up well, at least in the later episodes. Well, the constant issue is because of the type of 
podcast that it is and that people can yell out, say whatever they want. It's Sometimes you can't hear them in the audience, and they don't do a very good job of repeating what was said. Yes, so occasionally you get a few seconds of silence, and then the response to that, and you just got to figure it well, out. Well, it's not occasionally, man. That's almost every episode. Yeah, but but it's not like large sections of the right. podcast are that way. It's Fair one enough. or two lines here and there throughout a show. But generally, though, for a live theater it's not bad audio quality at all. Everything is very listenable. Episode to episode, it's consistent. Don't Fair. you think? Yeah, it's consistent. All right. So let's move on then from audio quality to host likability. And this is where we stumble. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Harmon, Jeff Davis, Spencer Crittenden, as as far as your main three guys that are there Aaron every week. Uh, well, we can, yeah, we can talk. go ahead and talk about Aaron, too, because she's there very, very often lately. But let's start with Spencer, because you and I both agree on Spencer. He's the, he really he's is. He's a gem. He is the yeah. best one out of the three. Jeff Davis, he's from, whose line is it anyway? He's from the modern incarnation of whose line is it anyway, uh, or the no, old he, one? No, he's, he's done improv forever. Lots of places? Yeah. I, I, I don't recognize him. I'm looking at a picture of him here online, and I don't recognize him from Whose Line Is It Anyway or really from anything else. But Jeff is my least favorite. Really? Yeah, he comes off as, uh, as I don't want to say elitist, but... He is he is a little elitist, but that fits right along with Dan, though. Dan's quite elitist, too. Dan's elitist in a different I way. Don't, I think Dan just hasn't figured it out. Jeff Davis's official position is the comptroller of uh, Harmontown, the utopia that is Harmontown. And... I think he is a very good host. He he's very good at. Oh, he's he's necessary. He is a oh, necessity to keep the show going. Dan couldn't do a show by himself. There would be a lot of fires. <laughs> yeah, well, he'd run people out of the building. I think occasionally, like he'd wear an audience. He out. has. <laughs> he has. Uh, well, Jeff keeps it all together, and so let's move on to Aaron McGaffey. Harmon's girlfriend, frequent guest uh, comptroller, and uh, she's a comedian, as we said in her own right, runs uh, her own podcast. And the, like polar, the polar opposite of Dan. Very, very different than Dan. You're right. But not just very different than, than Dan. She's really pretty. She's sweet. She's funny. What the heck is she doing with Dan? What's funny is Aaron and Jeff don't get along very well. Really? That didn't come off in the couple of episodes I listened to. Listen to the earlier With episodes. both of them. I listened to several episodes, but uh, two or three of them Aaron was gone for. One of them, the Robin Williams episode, I think Aaron and Dan had had a fight, and she wasn't in town. And then the episode after that, she was just busy with business, I think. So that brings us to the man himself, the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. He's one of my favorite TV writers. I Again, like I love Community. Six seasons in a movie, I'm all for it. Can't wait to see the new episodes on Yahoo!, premiering sometime, I think, in 2015. But every episode I listen to the to this show, it's like the opposite of. Once upon a time, we, we listened to the Joe Rogan experience, and I told you that the more I listen to the show, the more that I like Joe Rogan. He became more human to me. Right. This is the opposite. I think the more I listen to the show, the more insane I think Dan Harmon is, and the less that I think I would like him as an individual. <laughs> Uh, I want to hang out with him. I want to. I want to have a beer with him. I want to have a, a kettle one with him. I would be terrified of what might happen if he and I were in the room together. Oh, I, our views aren't really close on a lot of topics, but he's interesting. He usually explains why he feels a certain way or why he thinks the way that he does, and I appreciate that. And I feel like, uh, okay, here's a here's. Harmontown's kind of my dirty little secret because Harmontown for me is I'm sure like Jerry Springer is for a lot of people. Uh, you watch it to feel good about yourself? 
No, sometimes I'm like, man, I hope this episode, somebody in the audience is such a jerk that Dan just eviscerates them. So you're looking for the train wreck, too. Well, yep. I, well, I don't know. I guess there are redeeming qualities to to Dan. And again, he's a comedic genius. There are, there are really, really laugh-out-loud hilarious moments, a couple of which we're going to get to uh, towards the end of the show when I tell you some of my favorite moments. Now, though, let's move to production values. They do use sound mm. effects, sounders. Yeah. So it doesn't ever get to the level of, like, morning zoo. No. But especially during the Dungeons and Dragons segment, they have a lot of production. Well, what's funny is you know, have you noticed that the uh, the background music to a lot of the D and D stuff is from the Labyrinth? No, I had I uh, I heard one piece in particular that I thought I recognized from Lord of the Rings, but I I didn't like know it for a fact. I just do. It was some you know big bombastic fantasy. No, they stuff. had a, they had a Labyrinth night and had everybody in the audience dress up as David Bowie from the Labyrinth. So. Nice. But generally, though, it's a uh, little intro music into the show, little outro music out of the show, and then the and then the sound effects throughout. Are they too much for you? Well, sometimes I feel like they're a crutch. So, like throughout the show, Dan's going to sing. Right. It's going to happen. It'll be honky tonk. Most likely, it's a rap. Sometimes it'll be R and B. Ramblin' man. Yeah. But that's a. Cr- I feel like that's such a crutch. They use it as such a crutch. Like, oh, this show Stalin. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Then Let's go sing a song. Exactly. I think that's it's vaudeville, man. Like it is exactly it's a return to let's make the groundlings laugh and and you know and throw some money at us. Well, and then sometimes it gets it gets very serious and very political. Yeah, and then you got to break the tension so you can get back to the funny with a song. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh we should mention and we haven't yet, but it this is an explicit show. Very. Uh, they, yeah, they do use uh, quite a, a bit of explicit language. So that's production values. Let's move to the content itself. I said earlier that my favorite part is the Dungeons and Dragons. I like, honest to goodness, I, I have enjoyed that part so much. First of all, I downloaded the the free rules that you can get online of the new oh, versions of Dungeons Lord. and Dragons. Seriously, like I checked it out. Uh, but also, I've been looking for. I'm going to try to find a good. Podcast where they play. There's actually a lot of podcasts where they play Dungeons and Dragons every week, but I'm gonna find try to find the best one, and you and I are gonna review it. Like that's that's how much I want to find a podcast that I can listen to every week where that's all it is. I wish this. I wish I could listen to a 30 minute version of this that was just the Dungeons and Dragons because sometimes I want to skip the other stuff. Now, having said that, since I listened to my review episodes of this show, I've now listened to two more since then that are just like the new episodes. I think that shows something because I'm no I was I was no longer reviewing it. I was just listening for entertainment. There's enough good here in both the Dungeons and Dragons segment and the regular show itself. I think I'm likely to maybe I won't listen to every episode, but definitely if they have a guest that I like or if there's an interesting topic in the news, I want to hear what he rants about. Well, how many have you listened to? 7 probably all together. All right. I've listened to about 40. Yeah, wow. This is actually a show you've gone back and listened to the early ones on again, right? I had to. I had to. You like it that much? No, I just, I felt like I didn't, I felt like there's a lot I was missing, but not knowing the genesis of a lot of things in the show. So, overall, we're both two thumbs up on the content on this show. Like, there's enough funny stuff, enough humor uh, from moment to moment. But here's here's the thing is, I don't want people to be confused. It's, It's... 
it is not always supposed to be funny. It's not always going to be funny. It's not a laugh riot. No, it's not like the the bugle. It, they shove joke right. after joke after joke. Sometimes, sometimes it's going to make you mad. It's going to get a response. It's going to get a response. The show's going to get a response out of you, good, bad. It, it's not going to be one that you're going to be indifferent toward. I think you're a hundred percent right yeah. on that. I think there there are there will be no lukewarm reviews of this. It you'll either be hot or cold on it. So sometimes I'm listening. I'm like, ah, oh, what do you? I hate what this. is wrong with you? Right. Yes. And then the next episode, I'm like, oh, this is delightful. So that's how we break the show down. Uh, audio quality, host likability, production values, and content. Before we rate it, how about we give the show an alternate name? People spend a lot of time naming a show, but we think sometimes you could find something more descriptive or, or uh, perfect for that particular podcast. This show, I would call it Dan Harmon Says Terrible Things, then they play D&D. But he doesn't always say terrible things. He always says at least one or two terrible things before mm. the podcast is over. Uh, how about Dan Harmon is a horrible person with awesome friends? <laughs> no. No? I don't think he's a horrible person. All right. What would you call the show? I would call the show Rambling Man. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Or st- 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 stutter. He does have a little stutter. He, it's, his, it's his delivery, man. It's just in his delivery. Do you have a favorite moment that you can recall? <laughs> yes. And it's whenever... Kamel Johnny's character in D&D gets his manhood chopped off. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, dude, the crazy stuff happens. <laughs> all, never... all, of my favorite, all of my favorite parts are probably things that happen to the characters in D&D. Here's the deal. I said that my favorite section was the Dungeons & Dragons section, and then none of my favorite moments that I, that I wrote down came from that section. Your Here's, favorite moments are going to be the songs. No, actually. Oh, I'm really? not even going to mention that. Although, his version of Ramblin' Man, and I'm not even going to say what the <laughs> alternate title is, but his version of Ramblin' Man is amazing. <laughs> you should just look that up. But no, here's a couple of my favorite moments. They were discussing the news, and Dan made a reference to, and I think I got all of those facts right, and Jeff very quickly added, Harmontown, where we always get everything right and everyone's always happy with our reporting. And I thought that was just so funny. You know they were reviewed by the L.A. Times. Yes. And the L.A. Times got a lot of stuff wrong. Names were wrong. Yes. Things like things like that. We've gotten names wrong before, so I know how that feels. You know, But we're not going to let you pay for our mistakes. Our mistakes are free. Indeed. Nobody's paying for our mistakes. <laughs> Except for us, maybe. Uh, I, I, you know what? I would say Kamel Nanjani is probably another cast member. Is he on there enough oh, for that? Oh, a lot. He's right. my he's my wife's favorite part. My okay. wife only listens if he's on. Well, let me tell you, I that was my second favorite moment was from Kamel. He's talking about, is it Rob Schraub? Yeah, Rob Schraub. He's a co-writing partner of, of Dan Harmon's. Anyway, Rob Schraub, he was, for some reason, he and Camille Nunjani got into like a long-standing Twitter argument. One direction that this came in, and this is where my favorite moment comes in. Kamel had accidentally squeezed two comedians together, uh, their names together, in a response. Somebody asked who's his favorite comic, and he he named two comics instead of one actual comic that exists. And I can't remember the name that he gave accidentally, but that was the tweet that he posted. To which Rob immediately began tweeting a long string of his favorite comedians, and it's all just comedians' names jammed together. A couple of my favorites... Cedric the Jerry Seinfeld. That one, <laughs> I laughed for minutes. Josh, I came into work laughing. 
all like the whole afternoon, every now and again, just wandering through my head, it would waft Cedric the Jerry Seinfeld, and I would, would crack up again for some reason. The idea of those two guys <laughs> squeezing awesome. together. No, it'd be amazing. That brings us to the rating itself. What are we going to give Harmontown, the show? Honest to goodness, like if I hadn't already ranted about this show and I'm going to have to edit it down into a palatable format already, I might do a direct address to Dan Harmon like you did uh, to Bob from Word Wrangle. Go ahead, man. I I just wish he wouldn't yell. Out. I just wish he wouldn't yell so much. He's so angry. He is angry. I, where Where's the love, Dan? Where's the love? That's all. I think he's angry mostly that other people aren't angry. Fair enough, I suppose. He's got that righteous fury. Yeah. All right, then. What are you going to rate this show, Josh? It, it, here's things. I'm going to feel so guilty giving it a two. Why? Because you don't listen every week? No, I do more than listen every week. Yeah, you've gone back. Right. I just feel like it's daytime television for me. I think it's better than daytime television. I'm talking about my addiction to it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I think that'll wane over time. Like, you used to be that way about... Uh, my brother, my brother, and me too. And you got enough of it in you eventually, and you're like, eh, I don't need it every week now. I think that'll happen with Harmontown too eventually. Yeah, prop. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make it any less of a of a good show for you. Yeah, I'm probably going to give it a two. I'm sticking with a two. All right, fair enough. I like it more than you might surmise based on how much I dislike Dan Harmon in it. Sometimes it's a really funny show when it wants to be funny. It's a really interesting show when it wants to be controversial or interesting. Every now and again, he'll say something that the internet will explode about afterward, and and so you'll read about his comments now and then. Well, you know they made a documentary a documentary about the show. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned that. And then you know, what else was I going to say? I was going to rate it. Okay, I'm going to give it one earbud. That's that is the best I could have hoped for out of you. Yeah, I. Part of me wants to give it 1.5, but the fact of the matter is, Dan's going to say something one week, and I'm going to I'm going to unsubscribe. And I think most people won't be able to hang with him very many episodes in a row before he drives them away. So as good as it is, if if there's that much of an edge to it, I, I don't think it's a show for everybody. See, he's the one driving me to it. Yeah, he's like, driving. I got to know. I just want to know what he's what's in say. his head. Yeah. All right. Well, that's this week's review of Harmontown from Dan Harmon, Jeff Davis, Aaron McGaffey, and um, who's that other fella? Spencer. Spencer Crittenden. That's right. That's the folks down at Harmontown. And you should check it out. Harmontown.com is their website. Not just their podcast, but you can find about the uh, documentary. You can find their store and order gear, uh, ask them questions, and even uh, find more information about the citizens of Harmontown itself. Next week, we're going to be talking about Gotham. The uh, TV series is starting September 22nd on Fox, and we've got a ton of podcasts for you to check out. They're uh, all about that show, getting you ready for the show, and then uh, keeping you up to date with it week to week. And remember, if you have a category you want us to research for you, send it in. Yeah, you got to talk to us online, Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash pod on pod. You can find us on Twitter at pod on pod or at pod on pod.com. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And Podcast Town is now adjourned. <laughs> there we go.
two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.